Alright, welcome back. Episode 132 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Uh, this episode is brought to you from a great view of the stadium swim pool at uh, Circa Hotel in Las Vegas. Yeah, we watched the draft yesterday. You might even hear some uh, thumping. That's the bass from the uh, the pool. Yep. Up in the room, though. Yeah, and hopefully it's not too annoying and doesn't pick up, but, you know. It's just, definitely picking up, yeah. but hopefully it's not too annoying. Yeah, just a little in, background in, noise. Enjoy the ambiance, yeah, you know. You know? Um, but Vegas, Vegas 22, uh, voice is a little hoarse, uh, but uh, it's going to be a success. The The draft will be a success. The podcast will be a success. So let's get into let's get into what the Vikings did. You know, I feel like a lot of people not too happy. Vikings traded back, which Rick Spielman 2.0. You know, it's just it's all we do is trading back. We love doing it. It doesn't matter who's running the show. We just we just have to trade back. I don't know. It's it's in our blood. Honestly, you 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 know you hired a analytical guy. Trading back is it's just smart. It's Almost a smart thing all- to do. So it was going to happen. Not that he was going to do it every time or whatever, but. Unless, like, a blue-chip edge or a cornerback fell, it yeah. seemed to be that is what we were doing. Yeah. Uh, right when, I mean, when Stingley goes three and Sauce goes four, and Thibodeau goes five, five, you're kind of screwed at that point. Like, I mean, especially to see how far Jermaine Johnson and Karloftis fell. Like, clearly no one in the league valued them as high as what we were hearing. Yep. I mean, they didn't go to, like, mid-20s. And then, really, I feel like it was Kyle Hamilton. Like, either you love Kyle Hamilton... And you go take Kyle Hamilton, or you trade down. Yep. And we chose to trade down. Very far. 20 picks. Yep. We clearly did not value Kyle Hamilton as a blue-chip prospect. Like, Yeah, as like someone that you, you can't pass up. That you you know, And, and I'm sure some people are like, we could have took Jameson Williams, we could have took Jordan Davis. Again, I just think they were like, if the corners aren't falling, and maybe one of the edge, I mean, really, it's only Thibodeau at that point, but then we're going to try to get out of this pick and get more picks. Yep. And I think they like the twenty-five to forty range. Like I, I've heard I heard that a lot from like Jordan Reed and stuff. Where that's oh, it's a sweet spot in this year's draft. But I mean, we'll look back and see. Would it have been smarter to pick at twelve, or would it have been smarter to trade down? So you got the details of the trade. Yeah, the uh, the Minnesota Vikings received pick number 32, 34, and thirty-six. So Detroit thirty-six, right? Uh, Sixty-six. Yeah. Uh, so the Vikings got uh, first, second, and third round picks from the uh, Lions. And we gave up number 12 and 46, so our first two selections. And that's basically, I mean, we moved down 20 spots in the first. We moved up, what, 12 spots in the second? Yep. And gained a third. And gained a third. It, like, on paper, that feels a little weak. Yep. Like, I think right when the trade went down, it was like, we got a future first. Yep. That's 20 spots. But they weren't trading up for a quarterback. And also, Detroit, there's no fucking way they were going to give up their future first. Like, that's not even a good team. Yeah. Especially to a divisional rival. And then it was like, okay... But now we have two seconds, which we don't end up having because we give them our second. So I feel like a lot of people are a little underwhelmed with the uh, the haul to go that far back. Yep. And rightfully so. Like, it, yeah. it does suck. Like, I was really hoping that when I, I missed that we gave up a second, but I saw we got their first three picks. And I was yeah. like, oh, hell yeah. That's a home run. Yeah. I mean, that's like highway robbery. Yeah, you can't. I don't care that you moved all the way down to 32. Like, you, you got everything. Yeah. And then it comes out that we actually did, like, swap twos. Mm-hmm. And little underwhelming at that point. Like, pretty bummed. Wanted Kyle Hamilton. He was still there. Um, but And you and you have, like, the, what are those, the charts, you know? Yeah. Traditional, the, uh, the, the Jimmy Johnson one says we got fleeced. Yeah, we, uh, we lost 230 points on that chart, down 14%. 
the Rich Hill chart. Which, which was, I think, like the updated Jimmy Johnson one. Like this dude was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna modernize it a little bit. Yeah. So like the his chart was, uh, we lost like 38.78 points, down 8.2 percent, and those are just like your traditional like slot value charts. Yeah. For the most part, just straight up and this down. This pick is worth this. This pick is worth this. This pick is worth yep. this. Yeah. Um, but so those traditional ones, Lions came out ahead. Yeah. Now you have. A bunch of the more new age ones, like the yeah, this uh, AV chart from uh, Chase Stewart. Uh, we gained three and a half points on the trade, twelve point one percent. So I don't think he uses as high of numbers, right? Um, yeah. Since it's a smaller number, and we got a high percentage out of that. Uh, over the cap from Fitzgerald and Spielberger, uh, we gained five hundred and thirty-three points from them. And I really like over the cap. I've yeah, never I actually like time for their uh, contracts and stuff. Yeah, I've never actually like seen their trade charts, so I don't know what it really is like. But I, I trust over the cap uh, and PFF's uh, draft uh, draft value war chart. The Vikings gained 0.14 war, so wins above replacement. Yeah, so I mean, like in the end, it seems like the more new age ones liked our end of the deal, which is probably because they they subscribe to the theory that no one really knows anything in the draft, so getting more picks is always kind of better. So they they call those last three charts performance based. Okay. So I'm wondering if they kind of use what kind of players have been drafted in that range. That's what I feel like, like especially the PFF WAR. Like they're going, okay, what is the normal player you would get at? 32, 34, and 66, and what is normal when you get at 12 and 46? Yep. We tend to think that you would get more wins above replacement by getting the three picks in those positions. So, I, and I was listening to Quasi's press conference. It's like, in the end, charts are fine, and charts can, like, you know, help put a deal together to, like, kind of, like, start it. But it, you just look at it. Do I want this or do I want this? And if, if the Detroit Lions aren't going to give up more, and you still like the deal, you're still going to take the deal. It doesn't really matter. You know, like you're not going to be like, well, the chart says we're losing. So even though we'd prefer those picks, like unless we're getting the maximum value that the chart says, we're not going to do it. Like it's just, it's kind of dumb. Yeah. So the Vikings clearly would rather pick where they're picking or they yeah. wouldn't have fucking done it. Yeah. And I think uh, you brought up that during his press, he kind of uh, compared it to buying a house. Yeah. He's like, you know, you, the, the, the price of the house is what someone's willing to pay for it. You can list it at whatever. You can think it's valued at you know seven hundred thousand dollars, but if the only offer you got is for six fifty, you take it or leave it. You yeah. can't be like, well, I mean, you, you got to come up. Like yeah. I, I'm asking for yeah. for seven hundred. Like you're gonna have to get there. It's yeah. like no, I'm gonna walk away because I don't think it's worth that. Yeah, and like Rennie was you know getting pissed. Like you know we should have got there first. It's like, well, we wouldn't have done the trade then because they weren't gonna give us their first. Yeah. We should have got. We should have had to give up our second. Well, they wouldn't have done the trade then. You yeah. know, and maybe. There was other offers that you could have went not further back. Um, like I was texting with Mark and he was like, you know, why didn't we just trade back to like 20 or, cause there was a bunch of trades right around us. You yeah. think there was other offers, but the, I mean, they must've liked this the one the best. And there's not, that's not for sure. There was other offers for our specific pick. Like, yeah. That's not guaranteed. And a lot of those other trades where they just moved around a little bit, like they got thirds and fourths and fifths. Yeah. Like we still got two, Quote them. I, I don't know if like premium picks is the way to go about it, but like those are, you can still get two very quality starters at 32 and 34. Yeah, and I think you're also looking at the, what is what do we think the difference between the player at 34 versus 46? Like, 
we must think that's a substantial difference to yeah. get up that far. And then what is the difference between dropping down? Like, okay, so you dropped down to 20. What's the difference between the player at 20 and 32? No. Now, unless you loved, like, Jermaine Johnson or Karloftis or someone in that area, and we were like, shit, they're all gone. We got to take Lewis Sin. Like, I, I think if we loved him, we would have went and got him. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Like, if we really loved Jermaine Johnson, like, other teams were trading up. Yeah, the Jets and, traded up to get him. And people, obviously, the uh, the GM can lie. You know, they always get their guy. You know, no matter what, we got our guy. But Kwesi did say we were targeting him in the teens. Oh, interesting. So, Lewis Sin, we're talking about. We haven't really even got to the player we took yet. We're just sort of talking about the... The... Uh, the what the, led to the pick. Yeah, like, the process of getting to pick 32. So, I mean, they... I, again, they... They can say whatever they want to make it sound better, but maybe it's true. Maybe we were like, okay, Kyle Hamilton, Lewis Sin, not that big of a difference between the two. Let's move down and see what falls with, you know. I mean, maybe they were both, like, tier two players on their board or tier three players. Mm -hmm. So when it doesn't – I don't know. We've always kind of said, like, yeah, you may prefer a player, but if they're in the same tier and you can get better value by trading back and still getting one of those guys in that tier – then you, that's when you should trade down. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, overall I get why people are kind of upset. I do think, like, the trade hall's a little underwhelming. Yep, absolutely. Like, I don't, it's, it's, again, as soon as it happened, we were both like, we got their first or we got their second without having to give up other things. And that didn't happen. A little disappointing. I mean, you really only gained the third. Yeah. And then you gained spots in the second, which. While losing I, spots. We, you know, yeah, while losing twenty spots in the yeah. first, which but like I, honestly, when you look at it, like from twenty pick twenty to like pick thirty two, it's like the same type of player. Yeah. Now there was like you know Jameson Williams, Jordan Davis, uh, Kyle Hamilton, like that little crop right there that I think you could argue you maybe passed on what could be a blue chip type player. Um, we clearly did not. We uh, but like the, the, Vikings, the Vikings clearly yeah. didn't think that they were good enough. Like if we loved Kyle Hamilton, they would have took Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. So there was something there that they didn't they didn't feel like he was that much. He was worth the 12th pick, basically. Yeah. Um, now, the Ravens, on the other hand, who took him at 14. Yeah. And to be honest, like, he's probably going to turn into, like, a great player. Oh, yeah. Just Especially because going to the Ravens. He's, exactly. He's on the Baltimore Ravens right and he plays him. defense. Yeah. Like, those are the kind of guys where the Ravens go, oh, uh, thanks, I guess. Yeah, it, just, it seems like every year someone just falls right in their lap. And they're like, yeah. oh, cool, we'll just take him without even having to do anything. Um, yeah. I. It, it kind of sucked because pick 12, I feel like it was... was When's the last time we picked this high? What was last year's? 14? 14. You just, you're, you're right on the fringe of like, go get a difference maker. A real difference maker. And it just didn't really fall that way. I, I mean, because I even saw things that we were trying to trade up for Stingley or Sauce. They just didn't fall at all. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. they went higher than people even thought. Like Stingley going three, that really wasn't anyone talked about. That, that showed up like two days ago. Yeah. Like so all, all of a sudden people started mocking him. They're back on Stingley in the top five instead yeah. of him being like this, oh, oh, you know, he's, you know, could fall to 12 because he hasn't, you know, played well the last two years and all this stuff. But so once those two guys were gone, it's like, oh, I guess like you're either going to take a receiver, which we don't really need, or you hope Thibodeau fell and it didn't happen. Like it just, the board was kind of tailor-made to be. It's either you love Kyle Hamilton and you're pissed we trapped, we passed on him or training down this. It is what it is. Oh, and like, if we Johnson and Karloftis both fell in the twenties, and yeah, definitely we could have taken them there at twelve, and no one would have batted an eye. Yep, and nobody would have even realized that they would have fell. To yeah, the 20s. and it's like technically it would have been a reach. Yeah, because 
we all saw them fall now, but you wouldn't have known it because of because we just took them. Yeah. yeah. So it's. It, it, I mean, it, it's weird how the draft kind of shaped out last night because yeah, uh, yeah. It's funny. I always when we do mock drafts, I always do like you know, kind of like weird mocks. It's like uh-huh. uh, you know, like just kind of go against the grain of what everyone else is saying just because, like, it makes sense to me that they would do this. Mm -hmm. And I always lose those little mock draft things. But yesterday it was kind of all kind of screwed up like that where all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, no, I nailed that one. Like, that makes sense. It definitely went, like, not the way all the media thought it was going to go. The fact that, like, by the time the Packers picked, no receivers were even... They're all gone by 16. Yeah. Jahan Dotson won 16. That's crazy. Draylon Burks won 18. So at 18, they were all gone. Six all receivers. Eight, including Dotson, who we didn't even think have as a first-round guy. Yeah, so like, six of them in the first 18 picks. I think from 8 to 18, six receivers won. Yeah. So that just... It was, it was a pretty strange first round. Um... I mean, so we ended up with Lewisine, 32, safety, Georgia. We both liked him. Yep. Liked him in this area, 32. Certainly wouldn't have been, like, happy at 12 to take him. We'd yep. been like, what the fuck just happened here? Why are we taking Lewisine at 12? But from all accounts, great prospect, first-round talent player. So, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with the player. I'm happy that it's defense. Interesting that it's safety. Obviously, would have thought more, like, corner or edge, probably, but... Yep. Um, I think we're going to see a lot more three safety sets. Seeing mm-hmm. as someone, him and Smith are kind of interchangeable, yeah. in my opinion. And you can you can use Seen or Smith at the line of scrimmage as like a third linebacker, if that's yeah, what you I want mean, to do. Yeah, I mean, from everything I'm hearing about Seen is he's a big hitter. I yeah. mean, like he wants to go hit some people. He, I mean, it's we traded up and got Hitman, what, I don't know, 10 years ago. That worked out perfectly, so hopefully it's kind of a similar... Yep. And I do think, like, like you said, they're interchangeable. And then you can use Cam Bynum as like a third safety, or I mean, he's got ability to play corner. Like, yep. you can come up with some good schemes. I mean, they were talking to Kevin O'Connell, I think, about how much dime the Packers used, and we've got a lot of Packer influence in our defense. Yeah. So it's like he's like, I don't see any issue getting all three of these guys on the field, you know, for snaps. Yep. So we even did it some last year once Cam Bynum showed he could play, and then because uh, was it Harrison Smith was suspended or uh, COVID, COVID? COVID, yeah. So. We did Woods, Harrison Smith, and Bynum out there. So, um, so yeah, I, I liked I liked him more than Daxon Hill. I don't know if you because Daxon Hill went right before us. Yeah, Are you more Daxon. They're different players. Though. Yeah, they're yeah they're different players. Like uh, Daxon Hill is listed as a safety, but he spent more of his time actually playing slot corner. Yeah. So he's kind of just more of your like versatile. Or this guy's a pure. I mean, he's again a similar skill set of like a Harrison Smith. No, he kind of. The the way he plays and like from what like I've seen on tape, like I I see like fast Cam Chancellor kind of guy. Okay. Or like big hitter, but he's smart when he does it. Yeah. You know, well, you he can't have a Sandejo back there fucking trying to launch himself on everyone. Yeah, he's not like Sandejo. Like they're 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 calculated like missile launches. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. He uh he's a lot of fun. He's got great instincts, can play deep safety, can play box, can cover tight ends. Uh, runs a four three forty. Did he uh, run a four three? Four three eight, I believe, is what he uh, was telling me. He cover a lot of ground. Yeah. Too. Yep. And that and like people are like, oh, you know, forty yard dash doesn't mean much. It's like right. no, but like when you see his closing speed on film, like it's great that that also showed up, you know, at you know in the measurables. And yeah. Stuff like, like his that. time speed matched what you saw on tape. Yeah. You know? He's not like four seven. Looks like he runs a four four. I mean, that's the Kyle Hamilton thing. 
yeah. guy ran four six something, and he, you know, on tape he looks fast, but he didn't run fast. Yeah. So that's you know, maybe it means nothing. Maybe it means something. You know, and I'm I think uh, Sin had a, a like great ten yard shuttle and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that was like well, he's, how tall is he? Because I feel like he's a little more compact. Six one. I yeah, mean, six and. I think it was like six. Uh, I, eight, I don't know. I feel like I prefer that in my safeties as far as like the thing with like Kyle Hamilton. I really like you know it's like oh he's six four he's fast but it's like once you get almost too tall, you you kind of lose that like agility the, the the fluid hips the you know you're a little more lumbering so yeah. it's not as nimble. Yeah, I mean there was things on Kyle Hamilton's team that was awesome, but you certainly I don't know sometimes it's like I'd rather have more of a. A compact safety. Yeah. So there's a few things going against or going for sin that you know it could turn out like there's no reason. Like would I bet on it? No, but you certainly like Lewis think it ended up being better than Hamilton. Yep. It's not like anyone knows anything. So and uh, Jordan Reed uh, from now ESPN. Yeah, he, what a rise for Jordan Reed. Yeah, from some local Twitter guy yeah, just, uh, just to, to the Draft Network to now got what number number three on ESPN's yeah. draft analyst team. Like and he's like awesome. Yeah. Like I don't know. I like, like he always dives into the background to players and stuff like that. So he's, yeah, he's I, great. He used to do a podcast, a draft podcast when it was with the Draft Network. I, maybe he still does, and I don't know what it's called. But yeah, uh, re- when he did the re- yeah. when he did the read option, that was that was a lot of fun. What did he say about Lewis Sin that you were gonna say? I assume you were going somewhere. Really oh, he uh, he saw him as like a uh, uh, I think he said top twenty player. Oh really? And he really really liked him where we got him. I believe he thought the Bucks were going to take him at 27. And the Bucks are the next pick. Yep. So it makes a lot of sense to pull the trigger on him now because Bucks, I think they lost Jordan Whitehead. Is that who they Yeah, lost? they lost Whitehead. Yep. So they're looking for, a, I mean, honestly, a big hitter safety like Whitehead. That's what he did. So uh, Also, you said you saw, what was it, that they talked to all the Georgia? Yeah, they, they talked to all the Georgia defensive players who went in front of Lewis C. So Trayvon Walker, Quay Walker. Um, Did I just name two walkers? Oh, they are both walkers. Yep. Uh, Jordan Davis. Okay, mine just got melted there. <laughs> Devontae Wyatt. Okay. So, so, like, yeah, four or five guys there that all went ahead of Lewisine, and then they asked him what? They asked him, if you can take one player from the Georgia defense with you to your new team, who would you take? And apparently they all answered uh, Lewisine. So, yeah. So, Must be, like, a leader, a great locker room guy, great, yep. you know, probably a great player. So, I mean, again, I, as much as the process maybe wasn't what people liked and people think we maybe missed out on, you know, a better talent or didn't get enough value or whatever, like, I think you got to let the whole draft play out. Look at what you ended up getting. Because, you know, we pick again in two picks. You, you know, there's still the Kobe Dean, Malik Willis, if you want to go quarterback. There's still a lot of good players. You might end up with two real good tier two guys and not that, you know, tier one Kyle Hamilton guy. Yeah. And whatever we would have got at 46. See, that's going to be interesting to see, too. Like, if there's a bunch of good players available at 46, then I'm not sure I like the trade that much. Yeah, that's true. You know? No, because there's, if there are, like, still, like, N'Kobe Dean or Kyler Gordon. Boy Mafe, Ebiketti. All those guys um, still there at 46, or, like, even just two of them, or just one. Really just one, honestly. Like, yeah. I mean, there's, there's I think there's maybe seven or eight guys that we really like in these first, this first uh, start of day two here, and if some of them are still available at 46, 
you didn't really need to kind of trade up in the second. No. But they easily could all be gone. Like, it could be... I mean, I feel like that always happens in day two. It's like, look at all the sweet players left. And then it's like, boom, 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 boom. boom, boom and they all just get taken right off the board. And so. usually there's like a run on offensive linemen early on day two. Yeah. And there's really not yeah. many offensive linemen left. There's like nothing left. Bernard Raymond is like the only one that... Daniel Fowle? The Minnesota guy? Yeah. I think he could fall. Oh, like, yeah. I don't, I definitely I don't know if falls. I even think he goes in the second round. So, it's a, yeah, it's a bunch of players... From spots we like. I mean, a bunch of corners are still available. Gordon Booth. Is it just Gordon Booth? Uh, McCreary's still McCreary's there. still available. He's someone, if he was there at 46, like, I wouldn't... I mean, like, he's a tier down. Like, I definitely had Booth and Gordon higher than McCreary. Yeah. McCreary was a, a mock draft guy that I almost always took in the second at 46. If like, I didn't take a corner exactly, round one, yeah. it's like, well... McCreary, oh, yeah. So, like, it, if he's there, it's like, okay, what I wanted, Kyle Hamilton and McCreary or Lewis Seen and Andrew Booth Jr.? Yeah. I feel like there's a good argument to, to like what we did. And now add in the third-round player. Who's that going to yeah. be? Is someone going to fall in the third that we really like? It's for now real. you're looking at Booth, Scene, and a guy in the third versus Hamilton and Roger. Yeah, it could be uh, Drake Jackson, Majai Sanders. Yeah, if, maybe if, you grab if, an if we choose to go yeah. edge. Um, uh, I, God, I don't know. I kind of do want to go edge here at 34, but I do like Dean. And I Dean really is, like, like I feel like, the safest. Like You just know you're getting a good player with Dean. Yeah. Uh, but you know there is a, there's a bunch of good edge guys. You could even take uh, they're actually showing highlights of them right now. Uh, David Ajobo. Oh yeah. Like I almost kind of just use it as a redshirt year to be like screw it. Like we we kind of just got this pick because of a trade down in yeah. a way. You know. Um, and especially if like this before the Achilles tear, if he was like a riser on your board, and had a first round grade on him. I mean, I feel like before the Achilles tear, if we taken him at twelve, no, everyone been like, oh, good pick. Yep. You know, fit a need. Yeah, so now if you can potentially get the guy you would have taken at 12. Yeah, and 34 plus scene. Yeah. So, I mean, there's ways this work out. There's ways it could end up looking kind of stupid, too. Yep. If you, you know, a bunch of good players in there at 46. If, I mean, if we do something bizarre here at 34, I don't know what, like, if you were to bet. Like, I don't think they're going to take Malik Willis. I think all the fans want Malik Willis. Again, if you would have taken him at 12, no one would have ever been like, fucking nailed it. Quasi home run. I don't think the league's as high on Malik Willis yeah, as and some my, of the other people. Like I love Malik Willis, but now that he's, you know, I don't think you like rethink and once it, he's fallen. It's like, well, if everyone else thinks he kind of sucks, then probably that's. Pro- my thing is like I don't think I want to take him at thirty-four because if I'm going to take the quarterback, I would have rather had the fifth-year option on him. And if we didn't like him at twelve and didn't like him at thirty-two, yeah. I definitely don't want him at thirty-four. It's, it, it just seems super. Backwards to be like we like him enough to take my thirty four, but we're gonna take we're not gonna take my thirty two and let the opportunity for some team to come and jump into thirty three. Like that would just be ridiculous. Yep. I mean, it's a quarterback. You don't fuck around with a quarterback. Exactly. And like you said, the fifth year option. You know, so I don't think we're going quarterback. Uh, there's Christian Watson and George Pickens available. Like, would you if you want to go wide receiver? receiver? I think Sky both those Moore would be super. Would be up oh, there Sky Moore. Shit, I think I like him more than Watson. Yeah, I, I I'm not a big Christian Watson guy. Something about him. But if we took him, I'd, I'd be happy with him. North Dakota. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, the issue. You, your hate for North Dakota has seeped into my brain. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, no offense alignment early. So, but, the you know, the corners and the edge, are, there's some good ones. Yep. I think I think my top three players that I want at 34 are Kyler Gordon, cornerback from Washington, Nicobe Dean, linebacker, Georgia, and Boyamafa. Minnesota, Minnesota edge. edge. I think I want defense here. Yeah, I think I, I think the value of the defense is a lot better. Like I, I, mean, I would like George Pickens. I think he's good, but yeah. I would prefer the defensive player. I think I'd go Andrew Booth, but there was uh, 
talks that he has like medical uh, red flags. So maybe shout out Mark Siegel. Yeah, you know, which I think then read from like Chris Thomason or something. So Mark Siegel, big Chris Thomason guy, you know. Probably still gets the Pioneer Press. Print. Oh, absolutely, gets that <laughs> thrown on his doorstep. Mark's out there reading the paper. Uh, so Andrew Booth, because that way, I mean, if they take him, then they must be okay with this medical, you know. Yeah. Um, then I would say Kyler Gordon, Nicobe Dean. I would go Nicobe Dean over Kyler Gordon. But okay. those three, those three. It's kind of there's a little pocket here though too, because like you say, boy, Mafia, it's like I'd also take Arnold Levicetti. Yeah. You know, even Nick Benito is like not that different than those guys. It's all kind of a big pile of them. So. Yeah, but, I think the the the. Two, and you can argue McCreary, the three top cornerbacks on our board left are kind of kind of like all together. Yeah. The linebackers, uh, Christian Harris from Alabama, is Leo right Chanel. below uh, Nicobe Dean and Leo Chanel. Those guys are yeah. kind of all right yeah. there. I would say Dean's like in a tier of his own, and then it's, a, you know, the pile. Yep. And then you've got, yeah, the edge guys. Are all and there's like four or five of them, yep. and you can all kind of like pile together. Mm-hmm. So... I, don't know, I would not be surprised if, if we do trade down. It is only like four or five slots. Oh my god! If we trade down, <laughs> what the fuck? But like, it makes sense actually because it's like, if you, let's say you wanted edge, you have Mafe, Ebiketti, Bonita, Ajobe, or whatever hell you say his yep. name. Like, that's four guys. You could trade down ten picks, and one of them's gonna be there. I bet. Yep. So I mean, maybe you know you're not guaranteed. And but there's also the corners like this. Imagine if somebody late wants to jump up and get someone. So you get like a second and third for moving back 20 slots again. And then you got so much ammo. You, you come back up and get another yeah, one. Yeah, once it's like, all right, where's our sweet spot to yeah. go trade up for this guy? Bam, strike the deal. And at that point, you can overpay if you need to just to go get your guy because you've already accumulated two twos, three threes at this point to go yeah. along with your... Two fives, two sixes. No fourths. No sevens. Yeah, we have no seventh. Oh, uh, one seven, my uh, bad. We'll accumulate those. Yeah. Rick style. <laughs> um, okay, so I don't know. Overall, like, it was all right. Like, going into the day, we were obviously like, Stingley? Could Stingley fall? Let's get a blue chip. Like, right let's up. get a fucking guy. And it just, you know, it wasn't in the cards. And then they made they made a move. You know, we had to sit there all night long, which was fine. We were going to watch the whole draft anyways, but... Trade all the way down to the very last pick of the fucking draft. Yeah, That's, that was that was a little tough. Um, I I think overall, I think I want I think I want to see the finished product before I give it a high grade. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give it a B as of now. Yeah, I think that's fine. Maybe even B minus just because yeah. we had to give up the two. Um, like you didn't fleece them. Yeah. And for most accounts, I think everyone thinks we got a little less than we should have. Yeah, they get a blue chipper. You know, it, it is, and, and some would say you had a chance. Like Kyle Hamilton was there, and I think a lot of people. Kyle Hamilton, like, Jameson Williams, Jordan Davis, I think, are the three potential blue chippers yeah. left at that mm-hmm. point. Um, and like a consensus, like, and I guess I guess Hamilton really wasn't a consensus top ten guy by the end. Not of the draft, anymore, yeah, no. Like, so none of them really were. So you know, I don't know. It's like you said. I think you got to wait to see everything that happens. It's even like with last year. I know the third round pick guys didn't turn out too much, but like after that, the process of that draft turned out awesome. You know, we got Darasaw, so it kind of made it awesome no matter what. But then we got Wyatt Davis and Chaz Surratt, like all these extra players that just, you look at your draft class, and you're like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. Like that's why you trade down, because yep. you get all these extra players. So until the draft is over, it's hard to just be like, they blew it. Not that that's not what all Vikings Twitter is doing. Yeah. Spielman 2.0, he traded down. I'm out. Nope. Fuck this guy. Yeah, we're done. We should just fire him now. 
King Quasi to the rescue. That's all I'm saying, boys. <laughs> we have faith in Quasi. You know, we're not we're not giving up. You know, Mark Siegel says we can't say anything bad about the Vikings. You know. I, I just did. I gave us a B. A B's a solid grade. A B's a solid grade. I mean, that's because on the snap you were celebrating Lewis Seen as if we had just drafted, I don't know, fucking John Lynch or something. Dude, sweet. <laughs> what player could we have done that you would have been pissed? Um, oof. Cole Strange. Cole Strange. He was already gone. He was gone, Somehow, still. Cole. Like, it could be worse. You could, you could have took a Cole Strange. Or, like, even the fucking Packers, like Quay Walker over Devin Lloyd. Yeah. Again... Quay Walker could be better than Devin Lloyd, but I, I would bet on it. Yeah. Like I mean, I don't know. Like that seems like we could have just taken Lewiston over Hamilton. Who knows? Yeah, maybe, maybe we liked him more. We don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, who? I don't know. Um, I think Andrew Booth would have been like the guy where I'm just like, eh. But at 34, it's like, all right. Okay, yeah, okay. exactly. We got like, like, we got I'm, not, I'm not huge on Andrew Booth. Yeah. I think he's a good player, but I just don't find anything exciting about him. I think I would have been totally fine with Booth because he was actually one where I was like, trade down. 12 would have been like, rich. Rich. But trading down to like 18 or 19 and taking Booth, I'd have been like, oh, that seems about fair for him. Yeah. But that was before some of this medical stuff came up. But I mean, he, he was a lot of people's next corner after McDuffie. So, I mean, did any other corners go after McDuffie? I don't think so. Yeah, there was no, like, run on corners at the end of the, at the end of the round. Yeah, it was know. all offense alignment, it seemed like, at the end. There, yeah. Like, Kenyon Green, Cole Strange, Tyler Linderbaum went. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, Zion Johnson was somewhere in there. I'll tell you something. The fucking Jets did great. Yeah, well. Tremaine Johnson, Garrett Wilson, and... Uh, Sauce. Yeah, you know they like GMs always say they they, you know, they got like their three top rated guys or whatever. But I think I do actually believe when uh, the Jets GM said that they got three of their top eight rated guys. No shit. Yeah. So they probably Jermaine Johnson somewhere in top eight. Yep. Which you go along with Garrett Wilson. Other people Sauce. liked him a lot, like in the media. Now yeah. clearly, twenty some teams didn't like him enough to take him. Yeah, I thought. I mean. I think on our last mock, I had him going to the Giants yeah. at seven. Yep. Like who? But who? What edge went after Thibodeau? When was the next edge taken? Because I feel like I think everyone kind of started went, falling. Because Karloftis fell. I think it was who got picked first, Karloftis or Johnson? I uh, let me pull it up, but I'm pretty sure uh, Johnson got picked first because I, I think traded up. I think Johnson was the was the, the next, next edge. One. So like, it's one of those things where maybe it wasn't. The player, it was the position. Like teams were just like, well, I'd rather go receiver here. We love Johnson, but I'd rather you know yep. go with Kenny Pickett. You yep. know, like, I'd rather get the guard. Yeah, I'd rather get mm-hmm. with the Packers. It's the linebacker. And stuff he like was that. the next edge. So that yeah. was twenty six. There was no edge. from five to from pick five. Yep, all the way down. To wow. Two. So and then right after that, well, not right after that, but it went Devin Lloyd. Jags traded up for him. Devontae Wyatt to the Packers, and then Cole Strange to the Patriots. George Karloftis. So, I mean, like, home run draft for me would have been, like, Karloftis falls to 32. Yeah, and he went right ahead of us. He went two ahead. So, two with Karloftis ahead. to the Chiefs and Daxon Hill to the Bengals. Oh, yeah. If Karloftis or Jermaine Johnson make it to us, everyone is going, kind of like what happened with Darcy last year, like, would have taken him at 12, got him at 32, all hell King Quessy. Instead, we ended up with Lewis Sin, who I don't think, you know, 32 is kind of where he should have went. Yep. And it's sort of like, okay, you traded down to just get picks. Yep. Not really, like... Being like super genius to be like we're gonna get the same guy or yeah. same caliber of guy. So, but 
you know, let them finish the painting. Let it, you know, let them fill in the blanks and stuff, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll grade it, and then we'll, we'll, and then five years from now you'll actually know if it's good or not. Because yeah. what, you what don't it, really get to know. What does Bob Ross say? There's no such thing as mistakes. Just uh, or fun little something. Yeah, <laughs> just, just uh, fun little accidents. That's yeah, what it's fun, fun little, little accidents. accidents. So you know that. That, that's how we gotta look at it, you know. Like we may have, we may have made a mistake in your eyes, but let's finish the painting. Maybe it was yeah. just a happy little accident. Maybe it's a beautiful painting. Yeah. You know? Maybe Questy's working on his, you know, his masterpiece here. We don't know. Well, Nobody yeah. fucking knows anything. So to, to it, it's always I always just go back to when people bitch that we didn't take Tyler Johnson. Shut the fuck up. He's, he's a just, fifth round player, and like the Bucks are signing random people. To he play sucks. Ahead of him. He fucking sucks. He can't catch the ball. Like. Alexander Madison, a lot better than him. Yeah, everyone hated that pick. Oh my gosh, Thor guy. What's that Thor Ice Drummer over his name? In you should have took Hawking Butler. He's he's Dude's so out of the good. league. That guy sucked. You know, so it it's. I just think to have strong opinions on the draft is sort of just like foolish. Yeah, like I like. Don't get me wrong. I get really, really into it. I love the players coming in, but like once we start making moves and whatnot, you you just gotta be like, all right, maybe that guy just. Isn't as good as I thought. Like the uh, the emotional connect. It's like playing fantasy football. Yeah. Once like, you like the guy's not on your team, it's like you finally seem clearly more. Yeah. Whereas like when you're like it, you know it's your guy, it's different. And it, it's fine to be like passionate. Like oh, I want Malik Willis. You know, but like also while admitting, I could be totally wrong. You know, like I like I don't actually know anything. You know. But, uh, all off season, I'm like Malik Willis. If he's there at twelve, like you got to take yeah. him. You got to take him. Again, we traded down. Didn't take him at twelve. Didn't take him at thirty two. Mm-hmm. Now again, I don't think I want him. It it it, it, it yeah changes the whole perception. Thirty yeah. well not thirty two teams because so many teams had two picks, but like every team in the first round didn't take him. No, and plenty of teams who like had maybe maybe a, chances. Too. Yeah, or a guy who you know might be good, but no Malik Willis. Yeah, yeah. You know the, the Washington Commanders just sitting right there for him to uh, like stew behind Carson Wentz for mm-hmm. a year. They said, no, thank you. No, thanks. I'd rather have the receiver. Yeah. Take my chances. And if we do suck and once does suck, we'll get a good one next year. Mm-hmm. Even when teams make the right decisions, like Seattle, you know, drafting Russell Wilson, they didn't do it till the third round. Yeah. Like, they didn't know any. Yeah, they liked him, but they didn't like him enough to actually take him in the first or the second or anything. Like, they were, nope. Brady went in the sixth. I just, it's, you know, it's fun to watch the draft and get into it and learn the players and stuff, but even the NFL teams, you don't so, know. I, I swear there's only like a 40% hit rate in the first round. Yeah, so a lot of these guys will end up being bad. And like, you can still, I feel like you can still criticize process. You know, like Dave Gettleman never trading. Yeah. Like, you're a moron. I mean, take what the Raiders do when they take guys that should be second rounders in the first. Who They, they don't have a pick or what? Who the? Raiders. Do they do something no, stupid? No, they, they traded for, for Adams. Adams yeah. They should stick to doing that. Yeah, that, that was good but like one. And like, things like Cole Strange. Like, okay, Maybe we're wrong, but I think that guy was more like a third-round pick. And you said the Rams fucking GM and coach were laughing. Yeah, like, oh, we spent too much time watching yeah. film th- thinking he'd be there at 104. Like, <laughs> like, I get criticizing stuff like that because that just seems like you just basically, I don't know, totally fucked up. Like, Leatherwood in the first round. Like, and no one, everyone's like, why would you do that? Like, everyone thought that. But if, as long as you're making, like, sound moves and taking guys where you, like around where they should go... I mean, if it's not a player you like, it is what it is. You know, there's plenty of times that like you've liked a player, I've liked a player, and then like Johnny Manziel, you love that guy. Yep. Guy fucking sucks. 
You know, and I, there's a bunch of guys that I like that turn out to be terrible. So it's like I, I didn't like Trey Wayne's. I ended up being one of my favorite corners. Yeah. So just it's kind of like uh, I guess I get less grumpy about like who it is as long as it's like a position or a you know in the right area. We're not doing weird shit like taking two rounds early and stuff like that. So no. I don't know. I people want to be all all salty that we traded down and didn't draft Kyle Hamilton. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Like let's let's wait four years and see if they're if. They're actually good players. Yeah, well, like if I, we if we didn't draft good players out of this trade, like, yep, probably should have been more pissed in the moment. Yeah, but, but how would you know? know. That's you the thing. Know. How would you know? It's it's hard for me to get mad when it's like I don't know. I don't know if there is a non-zero chance that Lewis Sin is better than Kyle Hamilton, and we fleeced him. What are you do? And people call us homers, but I think it's more or less we're willing to admit that those guys who are getting paid by the organization are a lot smarter than we are. Yeah, and those guys still don't really know. Yep. Like, no, again, no one fucking knows. Can't miss prospects, miss all the time. So, like, I just don't get as... Aaron Curry, can't miss prospects. Yeah, Number the four safest overall. pick in the draft. And Out of the league in four years. So, I, I don't know, yeah, like, are we homers for not criticizing them more for, like, if we think a pick is bad? I just think it, I don't have a strong opinion on... I have my preferences, but, like, I, it just doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Because how the fuck would I know if... Kyle Hamilton's for sure gonna be good. Yeah, we we won't. I, when I was when I was young, you know who I wanted? Mike Williams from USC. So bad, so bad. Like he was number one on Kuiper's board, and I was like, how in the fuck did we not take him? And what was that? The Williamson draft? Mm, yeah. And we took some dude named Troy Williamson. Now that wasn't a good pick, but either was Mike Williams. That yeah. dude got fat and fucking left the league, and then came back and was like kind of okay, but like. For a year. In my yeah, for a year. In my brain, it was like they are so fucking dumb. It is so obvious. Mel Kuyper says he's won. Everyone says he's the best player. And then you realize, like, oh wait, like we're all just guessing. No. You know, like And like, I don't know. Now it's funny, like looking at Mel Kuyper's board and I'm going, the fuck is this? Like, dude, <laughs> you're you're trying to get cute now yeah. by doing what, this. What's going on here, buddy? Yeah. So I mean fucking Mel Kuyper. And yeah, well Mel Kuyper's board, like, how many times have you like gotten to like the 20th pick or the 30th pick and he's like oh this guy's the number 8 player on my board don't know how he's still there it's like cause clearly he's not good yeah like you know it's like clearly you didn't have the information that the NFL teams did yeah. or something there's just, something about his game that everyone goes oh that ain't translating mm-hmm. so alright well we're on to day 2 we pick 2nd in day 2 which is pretty fun yeah I, I'm excited to see what we get we're gonna get you know someone that I think there are players still on the board that we would have been okay with in the first round. Not at 12, but somewhere. Yep. Like, I had Booth as a first-rounder. I had Dean as a first-rounder. Pickens, I think, was a fringe guy. Boy, Mafe, yep. I had uh, as a first-rounder. Kylie Gordon, I think, yep. uh, towards the end, I moved in. Started moving him up round. there. I had Ebiketti in the first. I mean, if Ajoba doesn't blow his Achilles out, he's a top-15 guy. Yep, absolutely. Some good talent here. So, it's going to be a good day. Then we have two, two thirds then? Yep, 66 Six. and 78. Yeah, so we're going to get three more players today, minimum. Well, I guess you could fucking trade out again, or who knows or, what you do. Or, you know, trade up and get four players. Yeah, we, or we could trade up and get one really good player, or two really good players, I guess. Can't really trade up from 34. You know? No, but not we can trade up from 66. Yeah, so... Uh, it would be kind of fun if we just packaged 66, 74, jumped into, like, the 40s again, and just said, all right, day's over. Yeah, get Booth Dean to go with Sin. Yep. All right, there we go. Defenses, I got three, you know, back end of the first round type talents. Yep. Let's go. I... I wonder if Logan Hall's going to be in the mix. I know we haven't mentioned him much, but Could I, be a I feel like I want to throw that one yeah. out there before we take him. I'm like, oh, I missed him. Yeah. 
I definitely could see that. And I, I like him. Um, feels like a guy who could be there at 46. Yeah. But uh, okay, sounds like uh, I was reading that the Bucks not only like seeing, uh, but uh, before the draft, people were talking about Logan Hall at 27 to the Bucks. Okay. So they might take Schefter was strongly hinting they want a defensive lineman. Okay. So and yeah. he's like, they're unless they get blown away by an offer, they're not going to trade down. And they're they're looking to add someone to that D line. So probably Logan Hall, I guess like Travis Jones, if you wanted like a nose, but they have Vita yeah. Vey, so I don't know why they're not gonna get two big guys like that. Uh DeMarvin Niel, like is he still someone I mean he early in the process, like a year ago, he was talking as like a top, top fifteen 10, guy. Yeah. So but uh, anyways, I think we can wrap it up here. I we leave early tomorrow, so I don't think we'll hit a day two recap, but yeah. we'll uh, we'll try to get a podcast out later in the week to recap the whole thing. Yeah, we'll recap so. the whole picture. Casey's yep. masterpiece. Yeah, and uh, well, wolves in wolves. Oh yeah, wolves tonight. Wolves tonight. Wolves in six game. Wolves in seven. Wolves in six game. Wolves in seven. See you guys.